Hey guys, quick disclaimer that the views and opinions you're about to hear are solely those of the guests and the hosts of the Get Wired podcast and may or may not reflect the views of CED, Consolidated Electrical Distributors, or our sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, the vendor of the month at CED Vero Beach is Gorn, Cocker, and McCoy. They are currently advertising right there at the counter at CED Vero, uh, the FLIR display. If you don't know about FLIR, they're the latest and greatest in thermal imaging, uh, testing, you know, basically your your top of the line meters that also will show you thermal imaging to eliminate any hot spots, and you can walk right up to a panel and hold it up and see exactly where the problems are. It's pretty cool. So come check it out at CED Vero Beach, and a big thanks to GCM for being our sponsors. Welcome to the Get Wired Podcast, presented by CED Vero Beach. Join us as we make new connections, share our outlooks on business as well as life, and provide a new look at the wholesale electrical supply industry from the inside out. This is the Get Wired Podcast. Here's your host, Mike Burkhart. All right, and thanks for joining us on the Get Wired Podcast. Today's topic is being the CEO of yourself. Being the CEO of yourself, huh? the chief executive officer of your own life. What do we mean by this? Basically, we're talking about just taking ownership of your position in life and where you are today and, and honestly, where you want to be in a year from now, six months from now, five years from now. Where do you want to be? And being the chief executive officer of yourself is a lot like being the CEO of a real business. I personally don't have any experience in that yet. But, um, you know, I do take ownership of my own life as if it were a company and I run it from a financial standpoint, from a relationship, from a marketing standpoint, as if it were, in fact, a legitimate company. So being the CEO of your own self, um, you know, where's your company going? How are you managing your time? How are you managing your energy? How are you managing your, your money? How are you managing the opportunities that you do have in order to leverage new opportunities in the future? And perhaps most importantly, how are you managing your health? How are you managing your body? Uh, we spoke a little bit about uh, what the power of waking up early and working out uh, last week. And, um, you know, one of the most important things about that is just the decision to get up and to do the, the hard thing because it's the reward is high enough, right? Like, <laughs> if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So being the CEO of yourself really maybe you should start with that foundation of, of of building a stronger body building a healthier body monitoring what you put into it because that's what a ceo does right like they look around and they they take the pieces and they put it together and you know hopefully one plus one equals three which is something called synergy which we're going to talk about in a later episode but it all starts with that basic foundation of health and wellness so where's your company going what are the goals of your company and by company, I mean you, your your life, your family. Maybe you are the head of your family. In that case, you definitely need to be, act like a CEO. You need to be making sure that uh, you, you're looking at the people around you. You know, as a CEO, sometimes you come in and uh, you you have a certain team. Sometimes you start a new company and you're the CEO and, and you're building the team as you go. So in the sense of a family, like you built that team, whether through your own actions or through your lack of actions. Uh, you've built that company and you know if you even if you don't have a family and you're just trying to be the CEO of a, of a more empowered life take a look at the people around you you know sometimes a CEO needs to come in and hire better people so look at your friends look at your look at your family look at your acquaintances look at your network sometimes you need to hire new people they always say that if you get to a point in your business where you can't move on and move forward 
if you're stuck on something, if you don't have good uh, online presence, if you don't have enough business in general, that's usually a hiring pr problem. You know, you don't have enough people. You don't have the right people in place. So in your own life, if you're not where you want to be, a lot of times if you can look around and recognize that maybe you need to hire somebody, you need, you need to put some positive people around you, people that can uplift you and, and hopefully connect you to, to even more people down the road. And, you know, sometimes a CEO has to make hard choices and sometimes you need to look around and people need to be fired. You may have some toxic people in your life that are bringing you down, that are constantly negative, that are, you know, saying that things can't be done when you know that they can be done. And they're just always dragging you down and making your company, you know, you, you incorporated a less of a desirable place for other people to want to be around. So... As a CEO, sometimes you got to hire people, you know, bring in new friends, bring in new networks, bring in new acquaintances and business partners. But also, most importantly, sometimes you need to fire people, guys. And there are life is too short to be surrounded by toxic people. You know, if people are always complaining around you, if they're always dragging you down, if they are, you know, always seeing the worst and everything, you know, maybe you got to make the hard decision and, and phase them out of your life, you know, start that, start that replacement plan of <laughs> I'm going to get rid of some negative people and put in some positive people into this life because I want to be around positive people and guess what positive people want to be around other positive people too so if you aren't allowing the space for positive people to come into your life because you have so many toxic people weighing you down that's going to show up and it's going to compound every single day every single week every month every year until you realize looking back that you wasted so much time being surrounded by toxic people so uh, one thing that always comes up is, are you a wartime CEO or are you a peacetime CEO? So a wartime CEO would be somebody that comes in and has to, you know, the company's in trouble. Your your life's in trouble. So you got to come in and really shake things up and, and rebalance and, and look at your goals and, and move forward in a direction that, you know, is inspired by those goals. And... Then there's also the peacetime CEO who comes in when everything is just kind of peachy and business is good and the numbers are up and the stockholders are happy and they're just kind of trying to, you know, maintain the pace, if you get what I'm saying. Like they're just trying to make sure that things go well and that you are continuing to build, but you know, you're not taking huge risks or replacing tons of people. You're just kind of maintaining the status quo. Personally, I'm a wartime CEO in, in the sense of life, like I'm always looking for that next leg up. And I'm always thinking that, you know, like I talked about last week that, that I'm late to the game already, that time is running out, there's only a finite amount of it. And I'm going to get every single second I can, by squeezing the life out of this time that I have. And so I consider myself a wartime CEO, I always probably will be and pushing the envelope, always trying to, you know, make the next stride, make the next level up and uh, move forward. So what are some things that you can do to improve your, your own efficiency as a CEO of your own life? Um, you know, I always ask my, myself and I ask my employees too, what's the one thing that I can do to move things forward? You know, and it's, it's a good question. Sometimes you got to ask yourself, like, what is the one thing that I can do to make this place better? What is the one thing that I can do to make my relationships better with my family and my wife and Friends, you know, what is the one thing I can do to make my customers' lives a little bit easier? What's the one thing that they really need? Other examples are like time efficiencies in terms of, you know, when you're looking at email all day, every day, if you have it open on a screen all the time, then you're constantly reacting to the world around you. And so you'll need to go and try to batch those types of 
habits and make sure that you're only checking email at certain times a day because you want to be proactive, right? You don't want to be reactive. We're going to talk about this a little more in a later episode, but just think of that when you're when you're doing things throughout your day, are you being proactive? Are you actually getting out there and making a difference based on your own terms or are you being reactive and just really responding to the world and the demands that they're putting on you? You know, when I see a phone call come in, I don't recognize the number. Sorry, guys, I'm not answering it because I have things to do that are on my own schedule, on my own plan. And if, if I don't know exactly what the call is going to be about and who it's from, then you know, I'm going to let voicemail pick it up because the odds are it's, it's not something that's important that I need to deal with right now. Same thing with email. I, I bash them. I try to check email you know, in the morning, make sure there's no emergencies, kind of in the afternoon around noon, and then right before I go home for work, make sure there's nothing really pressing happening. The worst thing you can do is have email open on your screen all the time and just checking, checking, checking. Of course, if you're in a job that requires that, I understand. But let your customers know like this isn't the preferred method of communication. Email has a 24-hour reply window. Text messages about an hour. Phone calls are immediate. And even if you leave a voicemail and I don't have your number saved, I will call you back. Don't worry about that. Uh, so that's a, that's a little tip on time management that to allow you to be a, a better CEO of your own life. You know, and, and the main thing is to, to pick a path and to go full force at it. You know, pick a path for your company, uh, you incorporated, and go full force and redefine failure. I can't, I can't tell you how many people are afraid to fail. And we all recognize that when you win, when you win a championship and, you know, when when you win a, a big match or whatever sports or, you know, whatever business metaphor you want to use in this situation, when you win, we all know it's very temporary. We get this feeling of like, oh, that was great. Now, okay, now what's next? What's the next season going to look like? What's the next game going to look like? But we really have a hard time with uh, with looking at failure in the same direct in the same light. Like we often look at failure as like, oh, I'm a failure, like forever, you know. And that's just not the case. Like it's so fleeting when you do make mistakes. First of all, most people won't even notice that you made a mistake. You can just pick up and keep going. And even if they do, who cares? Like, you're going to have to fail so many times in order to learn the steps that are required to to become a better person and to become a better leader and become a better citizen. So make sure that when you're redefining failure, you incorporate that into your, your building blocks of success. So the last thing I'll leave you with is something that I always talk about. And, you know, does does this behavior serve your goals? Is this behavior going to get you to the next level? Is it going to level you up to where you want to be, where you want your company to be? You know, again, the, the you incorporated company. So just think about that. Does this serve my goals? And think about that with your habits, your actions, your your relationships. You know, it, it, that's, the, that's the bottom line. Like, is this moving me towards my goals or is this actually pulling me away from it? Something to think about on your quest to be CEO of yourself. All right, and that's the show. Thanks for listening to the Get Wired podcast. I'm your host, Mike Burkhart. Remember to connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Gmail. It's the Get Wired podcast at gmail.com. If you want to have any ideas for shows or want to be a guest, hit us up. 